Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Hi, I'm Elmo. Apparently. And you're listening to You're My Best Friend. This is getting really spiritual. You're My Best Friend. With two of my best friends, so we're we're not gonna kiss then? I <laughs> Let me tell you this, dropping a taco is a national emergency. You I'm cutting you off! You're listening to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. Here are your hosts, the industrious Moxie Ann and the musing Ruben J. Right, welcome to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. My name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann. Why? Do you, that, I didn't even pause this time. I know. I just wanted to feel like William Shatner. You, you, okay, whatever. Uh, this, this week's episode of You're My Best Friend, this is going to be, the interview portion of it's going to be good. Uh, the intro is going to be a little bit different. Um, I want to take a second here. What are we doing? I, I, are you I, doing something? I'm, I want to address, uh, Last week, because this is this is about a week and a day removed from uh, losing Kobe Bryant, oh, in in such a terrible, terrible, tragic way, uh, and those you know his daughter and, and nine other people. So I, I do want to start on somewhat of a somber note, um, because I, I did have some people who asked why we didn't mention Kobe in last week's episode, um, and and quite frankly, the simple portion of it is number one. Uh, the ability to try to get Moxie and I together that quickly because he passed away Sunday morning and this, this show goes out Monday, Monday morning, early Monday morning. So there just well, was, and, and we already had last week's episode it was, recorded it was, way before it went out yeah, and it was done. I mean, so it's just one of those things where like between scheduling and just, you know, not even knowing what to say at the time because there was so much going on. Um, so I did want to take a second to kind of just address the whole situation and just say, you know, how heartbroken, you know, we are here at, at the podcast and at multimediamouth.com just, you know, um, th- it was the most tr- searched thing on the website all week and, and so many different things came out and so many different people came out and spoke about who Kobe Bryant was and the type of person he was and the type of father he was and the type of friend he was. And honestly, um, you know, while I don't have any stories of, of Kobe Bryant, obviously, cause he and I never hung out. He never returned my phone calls. Um, you know, it's still a massive loss for, uh, for LA and for the world because he is such a, a big part of, yeah. of, pop culture and and philanthropy and and everything i am not a sports person and no she's not i i make no secret of that but even my dad i grew up with my dad watching lakers games in the front room and when kobe was no longer a regular in the lakers games he stopped watching them and i remember hearing about kobe all the time growing up and when it happened because it happened last sunday my boyfriend got in the car and he opened up his phone and he said, Kobe Bryant just died. And I was like, that's not real. 
that's not a real thing that that happens. And then my second thought was, oh my gosh, he had a daughter. He and had a couple. Yeah. But I, I think that it's especially, it, it. I know that it's especially hard hitting for somebody who lives in Los Angeles. We went to Los Angeles two days after it happened and all the buildings are lit up purple and gold. And it just, it made me cry a little bit. You know, there's, there's a video up on multimediamouth.com um, with Shaq talking, mm, I saw that one. talking about his uh, relationship with Kobe. And if you watch that video and you don't start crying, you have no heart. <laughs> you know, like I'm not a basketball fan, even t- to the, the smallest degree. And actually, I usually will use Kobe Bryant's name in a joke where, you know, the whole point is, you know, yeah, Kobe Bryant, you know, was playing football the other day and he scored so many goals while, you know, hit, you know, hitting a home run. Like that's my normal joke whenever sports comes up. Um, but m- much like many of us who grew up here in Los <laughs> Angeles, many of us who grew up uh, being somewhat, you know, connected through, you know, certain people in your life, you know, my, my mother my mother, <laughs> my mother loved Kobe Bryant. She didn't watch a lick of basketball unless it was Kobe playing. Yeah. If he was hurt, she wouldn't watch, you know? And she used to say a couple, a couple things. She used to say, number one, she would say, if I wasn't married, I'd have a piece of that. <laughs> she would also say that if she was a younger woman, that Kobe would be hers. Um, and so, you know, my memories of growing up is, is seeing my mom and, and my older brothers just kind of watching Kobe and just, you know, being mesmerized by well, the he, game he played. He's our guy. I mean, we're Californians. He's our guy. He's the guy, <laughs> you know, like regardless of, you know, yeah, now you have Steph Curry. Now you have LeBron James and you have great players LeBron in, James. Ca- in, <laughs> in California. But at the end of the day, it's still this is Kobe's town, you know, and the the. <sighs> Alicia Keys on Sunday night said something along the lines of like, it's, it's so tragic that we are in the house that Kobe Bryant built and he's no longer with us. Um, and so it sucks that first of all, it sucks for, for anybody to go out in the way he did, you know, it sucks that the reason why he had a helicopter was because he wanted to get to orange County in LA in like 20 minutes so that he could spend the most amount of time with his kids and his wife. It sucks that seven other people on that plane, on that, on and that helicopter also died. Can I actually say something? Because, um, I know, I don't know personally, but I know one of the other people that was on that helicopter. Um, we, uh, my guitarist Sydney and I played a show this past summer with a band, um, and the lead singer's wife actually also passed away mm. on that helicopter. And there was a coach, right? It was a, a coach from OCC coach from OCC, which is a, a community college that I attended for a year and a half. And I just being from orange County and it's, I, it's really weird. I'm not a sports person. I'm not, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Our heart goes out to everybody who was affected by this. And it feels like in some way, no matter how big or small, 
everyone in Southern California was affected by this. You know, I think everyone in the world, honestly, like I don't know anybody from any market, you know, I don't know anybody who, I just, I don't know anybody who's not talking about this, even a week removed. Um, it can't be real. It's, this isn't a thing that happens. I, I wrote the other day that I keep waiting for, I keep waiting for them to be like, oh no, we found him. Yeah. He, you know, oh, he, he, he locked himself in his, you know, basement and his phone died and he hasn't been able to communicate with anybody. And we found him. There are you, no basements in California. Well, whatever. <laughs> um, you know, so I want to um, just read the names of the people who thank you who passed away um, because there are you know yes Kobe Bryant uh, is the biggest name um, Gianna Bryant his thirteen year old daughter and the most tragic thing about that is that she is the daughter that was wanting to go into the WNBA. Yeah. I mean, she was a great basketball player. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just it's sad. A loss. Uh, I, I apologize if I mispronounce the names here. Um, 13 year old, uh, Peyton, Je- Peyton Jester, sorry, Peyton Chester. <laughs> I can't, I mean, I'm so wrecked right now. It's not even, uh, Alyssa Alta, Alta Belli, 14. <laughs> Carrie Altabelli, 46. Christina Mauser, 38. That's. Um, John Altabelli, sorry, is 56. Sarah Chester, 45. And the pilot, uh, whose name I will not be able to pronounce correctly, if I'm being completely honest, Ara Zobayan. Zobayan. 50, 50 years old. I mean, all these people, I mean, those kids, you know, but everyone here is still very young. Um, so with that being said, um, any proceeds that this show makes today um, will be donated to the uh, Kobe and Vanessa Bryant Foundation. Um, and hopefully the seven cents that we donate from this show will <laughs> <laughs> make a difference in, in somebody's world. And, 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 you know, if you, the one message that I, I want to leave with you guys before we jump into Lacey Mercedes, who's who's on this week's episode, and I feel kind of bad transitioning into it in the beginning of the show, but I wanted to get it out of the way, is, you know, life is short. Don't hesitate calling somebody. Don't hesitate to mend those bridges. Don't forget to say I love you to the people that you love because you never know when your final moment's going to be. And Kobe was at mass that morning. Uh, he was Catholic. I would add to that all of those things and believe strongly and never. If you, if, let me put it this way. I, I don't, I don't like to preach at people, but if you're not right with, with your God in your life, get right with your God because whether or not you feel like it's real, whether or not you, you feel like that's, in, you know, important to you, it's important, you know. And a guy who is worth $300 million, his priority Sunday morning was to go to church yeah. and spend his time with his God. And 
but I mean, just as important as being right with, with, with your God, you know, being right with the Lord is, is if there's somebody in your life that, that you have fallen out with, or you haven't told them how much you appreciate them, do it now. Pause this podcast and call them. Yeah. Because we always think we have more time. And it's, it's rough when, when you realize that you don't, I mean, how, how many people have come out and said, Oh yeah, he texted me last week. I never got back to him. Yeah. You know, uh, Kobe Bryant actually texted Shaq like an hour before the, the, the helicopter went down, you know, or called him or whatever. And, and just anyway, um, we're going to take a commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to have an incredible interview. It is. It's really good. Uh, <laughs> so pardon us as we just depress everybody and then jump into happy topics. Woo! That's the beauty of this show. So we'll be back uh, with Lacey Mercedes, uh, whose song. I'm so sorry. <laughs> whose song uh, California with Robbie, De- Robbie Dean. Mm-hmm. Robbie Dean comes out this Friday. We'll be back after this quick commercial break. Moxie, we have another guest in the studio this week. We do. And uh, another. Another. Another one. Another one. We're, we're DJ Khaled. And another one. All right. <laughs> uh, we. I'm super excited for this one. So this recording session that we're doing here today, uh, two of my old, old friends uh, are stopping by again. So this episode I'm really excited for. She has a new song coming out this Friday. It's called California. Uh, please welcome Lacey Mercedes. Do that. We're clapping for you. Oh my gosh. Welcome Thank to You're you. My Best Friend. Yeah. So hi. last time I talked to you was like two years ago. Was it two years I think it was, ago? I think it's been two years since we last. I can check when the we text did a, messages. The phone interview, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So there, there's ago. there's a history here. Yes. Uh, lots of interviews over the years. <laughs> I'm making it a much bigger deal than it needs to be. Um, so do we, do we want to talk about our, our past and, and kind of where we met? Honestly, where did we meet? I, because That's a good question. Because here's the thing. During the time I met you, it was like I was doing the school tour and I was doing like all these shows at the time and it was like insane and I was still in public school. <laughs> so except for if it was high school age, I was homeschooled through that. But I was still doing shows in middle school and like maybe I was in high school. Yeah, well, it's. I think you were older. I think it was like you were like sixteen or seventeen. Okay, then I was when homeschooled. We, when we that I was homeschooled. Met. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Like I'm all over the place. You, well, like, here's the thing, that though. Time. That time frame for me personally was was a whirlwind because there yeah. was. Uh, I did that so summer. I don't know if you remember that show. I don't think I did that. Wait, maybe I did. Uh, you didn't play it, but you may have done the red carpet for it. I think so. That may have been where we met. Maybe because that was honestly that was the kickoff of that season of like yeah. all these crazy shows at the Avalon. And oh my god! Set, all the Avalon shows. I set the standard for that. <laughs> yeah. I sold out. I think it was the only show that ever sold out there. Really? Yeah, we sold it out. Oh, I mean, for for this I've particular. Heard about yeah. This. I've yeah, heard I've about, told yeah. you about it. Dang. And uh, and it was incredible. We had boy band project. We had I am five. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we had. Uh, remember the dolls? The dolls. <laughs> oh my god! Remember them? I think so. Uh, it was like D-A-H-L-Z. Yes, I think. The girl Cassandra, we're still friends to this day. Did they have hang out. Did they have a song um, called Monster? I don't know. Because there was this girl group that had a song, Monster, and it was dirty. Like, it was 
a naughty song. I'm going to look it up. Please mm. don't. Um, I remember, I, I think I remember there was this one girl that would always perform at the shows and she was like 14 and she was singing, always like singing about sex. Oof. And it was like, cra- like all her songs were super, super sexual. Oof. And all of like, you know, my parents would bring their friends because I was young, you know, yeah. and yeah. the parents would be like, this is so uncomfortable. <laughs> and she'd be wearing these like, like sparkly bras and stuff. Like she nice. was like full out. Who was this? I cannot say her name. I'll bleep it out. I cannot say it. <laughs> Here, I'm, I'm muting your microphone. What was her name? Gossip about it later. But that scene was so crazy. Yeah. Um, and then there was like all this, always drama. Oh, I stayed out of it though. Yeah, I think a lot of people did, but there was like yeah. certain groups, mm-hmm. which was funny because it was usually the groups that didn't have the talent that would cause <laughs> these issues. You know, like it would yeah. always be like, why are they getting 10 minutes and we're only getting seven? It's like, because one, they sold more tickets than you mm-hmm. did, and two, mm-hmm. they're actually getting twenty. So shut up, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, it was right. always this, this craziness. So, um, but now here you are. You said you're twenty one. I'm twenty one. I'm twenty one. Honestly, it's crazy. Like sometimes I wake up and I'm like, I'm twelve. Like this is so weird. And then other days I wake up and I feel thirty five, <laughs> because I have a lot of responsibility. You know what I mean? It just feels. It's like. I don't even know. Hey, you know, if you reach under that under your your, your chair, there's a bottle of tequila. We're gonna take a shot. I'm to- I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. I have a drive. <laughs> I live in North Hollywood. Um. Yeah, no. And you drove all the way here by yourself? I did. Well, thank you for coming. I driving. Did, I was expecting course. your mom to come. No, she's at a showcase. She's an agent. You know, she's an agent now. For music or? No, she works at Ares Talent for really? acting. Yeah, it's like top thirty agencies. Does My she mom's do- like killing it does she have any uh does she represent any podcast hosts she might be <laughs> no she might she literally <laughs> might she's at she's at a showcase tonight that's awesome yeah that's awesome yeah um so you're, you're 21 now you're you're you're, yes. a, you're a grown adult which is like crazy to think yeah uh it's crazy to think because i was i was a kid starting out too but you were even a smaller kid yeah yeah um <laughs> we got this new we got new music coming out yeah. tell me what's the difference between the music you were making back then and the music you're making now oh god very different very different um I don't know I think you know around that age I was still not sure what I wanted to say I was still living at my parents house I was still I was just very young in my mentality I had a lot of like um filters back then like I wasn't I wasn't like fearlessly myself and I think now I say what I actually mean, and I'm a lot more free in my writing. And I also think I was at an age where, and at a time where, like, the very poppy, like, music was the scene, and I was just going along with that because that's what you did and whatever. And now I've spent the years, like, really honing in my sound and deciding what I want and, you know... I fully know how to record myself and mix my vocals. It's and important. I know the producers I work with, we have an, I have an incredible team and like a great workflow with the people I work with. And it's just way more refined and way more, I guess, professional. And I'm completely like the CEO of what I'm doing completely. So I feel super proud when I'm actually releasing something because it's not one of these things where I'm a singer and I have this, all these people, you know, it says the host has spotlighted your video for everyone. Would you like no, to turn no, just, audio? Just ignore that. Should I click later? Yeah. Sorry. Okay. You're good. Um, 
but um what was i saying you're in charge of what you're doing yeah i just feel like when something comes out now i know like now people can know that it's like literally from me completely i don't have this team of writers and this team of whatever i'm completely behind everything i'm doing every creative decision and every way is me and how do you feel how do you feel that that changes like what you actually put out i mean mm-hmm. outside of the fact that like yeah it's you but like is is the mentality is there more pressure on you is there less pressure on you like how less. do you how do you feel definitely less because i don't need to please anybody anymore i don't need to please no offense i love my parents and I have an amazing relationship with them, probably better now than ever. Um, but like, there's definitely a pressure to like, you know, please your parents. We all, we've all felt that in every way, like the standard that they set when you're growing up. And like, you know, my parents are um, not religious, but they have their beliefs and there's no boundaries in art. Yeah. And when you have boundaries, you're not really expressing. So I feel less pressure now because I kind of can do what I want to do. And I don't feel, I mean, if people, people can expect things and whatever, but I think the more I've gotten older, the more I've made it a point to do what I want to do. And the people around me honestly have like honestly really accepted that. So I'm pretty excited and grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. And my parents are so supportive, so supportive. Like, it's shocking because I thought if I was going to do whatever I wanted to do, they wouldn't. But they're actually way more supportive because I think they're like, dang, you're like doing this yourself. And, you know, they're supportive. Well, and I think I think there's a certain degree of like once once you're the decision maker and, you know, presumably the person signing the checks and yeah. having to make sure the budget's there and making oh, sure totally. that, like, oh, yeah, I can't just go $100 over budget because mom and dad aren't there to, you know, to cover that anymore. Like, totally. There's a whole different respect there. I felt like, you know, as – and then maybe Moxie can say the same thing and maybe you can as well. It's yeah. like, you know, there's a certain level, like once you turn like 17, 18, 19, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, like you start paying your own, you know, your own gas, your own car payment, mm-hmm. you know, you start paying part of the electricity yes. bill if you're staying at home. And all of a sudden your mom stops looking at you like you're a kid and starts like treating you like an adult a little it's bit. It's so true. It's, it's kind of crazy. But before we jump in any further, Moxie, let's go into signature question number one. All right. Ooh. So signature question number one, this podcast is built around three different signature questions. Okay. okay. They're all different levels of stress. <laughs> oh, The God. first one is the easiest. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. All right. We're going to ease you in. Or, okay. Well, we also have learned that the first one is also sometimes the most stressful. Sometimes. Great. Yeah. It just really just Great. depends. Depends really? on how you. Yeah. So it's a toss up. Great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, Lacey, what is your favorite taco? Mm, chicken tacos. Okay. That's two in a row with the chicken. Yeah. Chicken is winning. So I had chicken tacos for lunch today. Chicken's killing Dude, the game. Dude, where was the invite? <laughs> where was You're the invite? You're doing a podcast. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so do you, do you, so are you, uh, are you one of those girls who like are okay with just doing like, oh yeah, cool, whatever. I can go to Taco Bell and have, you know, chicken taco at Taco Bell. Or are you like myself where it's like, okay, yeah, Taco Bell's cool and all, but like, let's go find ourselves a hole in the wall and, I, and really- you know, don't eat Taco Bell. I don't eat fast food. I don't eat. Oh, we just dairy. lost all of our sponsors. I'm, 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 in, <laughs> I'm so hilarious. I'm insanely healthy. So no, I eat like at a, at a taco truck or like a hole in the wall. I'm in North Hollywood. There's a million taco I'm extreme, trucks. Uh, let me just, let me just point this out. She said, I'm extremely healthy. So I'll <laughs> eat at a hole in the wall place. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I mean, I'm eating like 
pure ingredients. You know, yeah. I trust that over Taco Bell. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, well, you want the 100% beef as opposed to the 70% beef, 30% Plastic. soy. You know? Like, <laughs> exactly. What's that exactly. face you're making there, Moxie? I don't know. <laughs> Just thinking about 70% beef. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk yeah, about right? let's God. talk about the, the the song that's coming out. Yeah, uh, it's called it's called California. Yeah, comes out this Friday, February seventh. Yes. There'll be yes. a link uh, at thebestfriendshow.com uh, yes. for you to be able to find yes. where to uh, where to, where to get the song. But tell me yeah. a little about the song. We have not heard it. Yeah, where, you you sent it to us. Out. You sent it to us, but I didn't I didn't have time. And Moxie uh, actually I didn't tell her anything about what was going on today. So she's kind of <laughs> here. Yeah. Like I just showed up, met you. <laughs> So why don't you tell us a little bit about the song and, and what people can expect from it? So it's a duet with my friend, Robbie Dean. <clears throat> Robbie was supposed to come today, but he had a gig. So he's not here. It's a good reason not to show it's up. It's a good reason, yeah. Otherwise, he would have been here. Um, so Robbie and I met, mm, I had to have been like 16 or 17 when I met Robbie. And we did some songs back then. And like I released an EP when I was 17. And like we did two... Sorry, we did a duet on that EP, but we also wrote a couple of the other songs. So we've just been friends for a long time, like always worked on songs together. And then I think just kind of took a break from working together, literally for no reason, except for our lives just got busy. Yeah. Um, and then I heard one of his like, well, um, I heard one of his new songs and I was like, damn, this is so sick. And so we decided to like, get back together and work on some songs. And um, he was working at this one studio at the time we first started working together, but now he's got a studio in his home and I got a studio in my home. And so went to his house and literally we wrote this song so quick and it came together so beautifully. Like I knew exactly the kind of sound I was looking for. He completely picked up on it and we just wrote this beautiful song because I feel like I've lived in California since I was seven. So where, I, where are you from originally? Texas. Yeah. Really? I know. Nobody believes me. Everyone thinks I'm from the East Coast. Nobody believes I'm from Texas, but what, what it's part true. of Texas? Uh, Tyler, Texas. It's a hundred okay. miles east of Dallas. I know. I've heard of, I've heard of yeah. Tyler. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's a great venue there that I almost flew out. I almost oil flew, palace. No, I don't remember what the name of it was, but it's this really cool small. It's a small venue. Mm. Miles Kennedy was playing there. Last year, and I was Crazy. gonna, fl- I was gonna fly out to Dallas, rent a car, drive to Tyler, Mm-mm. see the show, <laughs> drive back to Dallas, fly out, wow. and go to work the next day. Wow! If you ever want to go to, if you ever go back to that area, let me know, and I'll tell you where you, you can get your good Tex Mex. I'm writing another note Tex- here: <laughs> Tex Mex Lexi. <laughs> um. So yeah, we wrote Lacey. the song. Yeah, Lacey. <laughs> nice. Close. I. You know, I just let it slide. You let, I just it, let it slide. Well, yeah, She's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Here's the thing: you have Tex, you have Max. Obviously, Max is to say Lexi. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Lacey. Sorry. Um, no, it's good. I'm gonna edit that out. No one will ever know. No, no it's good. Actually, um, I think I did it last time too. Really? <laughs> I think I called you Lexi God. at one point. Um. But We're yeah. So your name. we wrote the song. I, I had this amazing relationship with California like it's brought me so much joy and the beach and I don't know I know where to go like in LA well, I'm not sorry not LA but California in general any type of thing that you're into or you like it's here mm. mm-hmm. like if you want to go live in the freezing cold drive on up to Mammoth 
Big Bear, wherever, yeah. and you can go live there. If you want to live in the trees, go to Northern California. If you want to live by the beach, come to SoCal. It's like there is something for everybody here, and I just kind of wanted to make a love song for to, Cal- to California and what it makes me feel, and I think the music, you know, describes it. I think it's a song you, like, drink wine to. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna crack open a bottle of wine here in a All minute. Right, let's yeah, do it. please. And we're gonna we're gonna play. If it's okay with you, we want to play about like thirty seconds of it towards, okay. towards at the end of this podcast. Okay, yeah. Um, so stick around for that. It's uh, it's Lacey K. Lacey Mercedes. Oh my God, I'm. I just it, are you getting fo- it together? I think Get I am. It together. I think I am. Uh, no, it's just here's, here's the thing. I've known her for forever as Lacey K, and then yeah. all of a sudden she changes her name. Uh, well, two years ago, <laughs> right? Right? Like I, once I became Ruben J, I stayed Ruben J. I never uh, became, you uh, know. When did you become Ruben J? Uh, 2010. Okay, so how old were you? Nine. Uh, I was like, that was how many years ago was that? Nine years ago. Ten. 10 years that ago. Was 10 so years I, w- ago. I would be 17. No, I was younger than that. It had to be like 2007 then. So I was still in high school. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, don't judge me. Don't no, judge I'm, not ju- me. I'm, not, I'm not judging. I'll tell you exactly when it was. Keep, let's talk about why you changed your name uh, while I yeah. look up when I became Ruben J. Why I changed my name? Yeah. Um, You know, late, okay, so my middle name is, called, is Catherine, and I was named after my Nona. And everyone called their grandma Kay. You Italian? Yes, I am. And everyone called their We're grandma. We're all Italian Kay. in here. You guys are Italian too. You are not Italian. I, I'm speaking with my hands. I am Italian. Okay, no, that does not I make am you Italian. Italian. <laughs> I knew I liked you. Yes. Um, helicopter? Yeah. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> They're looking for us. They found the Sicilians. <laughs> yeah. For I'm Sicilian too. Oh my gosh. Me yes. too. <laughs> no, okay. you're not. Okay. <laughs> you were named after your grandma. Yeah, so I was named after my grandma. It's so weird to call her grandma. I was named after my Nona. <laughs> like, I've never called her grandma. Okay, named after my Nona, middle name. And so my parents just always called me Lacey K. And that was just my nickname forever. And then kind of once I got into acting and music, my parents were worried that weirdos would find me. So they just called me Lacey K for a stage name just to, like, protect my identity at the time. Mm-hmm. This is before social media was, like, what it was where, like, you can't hide, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of how that happened, and I was just that forever. And it just, because they called me that as a kid, it just always was like my baby name or something. Yeah. And as I got older, people calling me that just made me feel weird. Yeah. So what, for you, what, was it maybe like that moment where, you know, Justin Timberlake became, from yeah. Justin Timberlake to Justin Timberlake? Yeah. Was it Timberlake? I don't know. Like, yeah, I guess we're too young. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was Timberly, but yeah, he had okay. that name change, like right as he went solo, mm-hmm. you know, and everyone's like, why, you know, why would you change your name? And it's kind of that whole idea to break away from that old, you know, him being the boy band scene and finally breaking away from it. You kind of having a similar thing of that yeah, coming and to I age f- thing. I Yeah. And I also feel like the per, I mean, we all probably feel this too, but I just feel like I've grown so much as a human being. And as an, I feel like I'm a 180 like version of what I used to be. And I don't know. I just don't associate do with that name anymore or something. What do you mean that you're a 180 version of, of what you used to be? Mm, I just, I think, let people walk over me. Mm. And I let people make decisions for me. And I, um, I feel like, yeah, I just feel like I let people walk, over, walk all over me. And not in a weird way, just professionally and... Um, creatively and I like I said I was very filtered I was very scared Mm. of being who I was and um 
just the older I got, the more I met people, you know, you grow up and you kind of discover yourself. I'm still discovering myself. No one like fully knows themselves. Like it's a constant search. Oh, I know myself. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. (laughs) Anyways. We constantly have therapy here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. I just feel like a different person. I feel like a better person. I feel more aware as well. Yeah. Very aware of what's going on around me. That's good. You know, that's, I think that's important. I'm a better communicator as well. Yeah. So while we're on the deep, okay. deep discussions, okay. Uh, let's ask signature question number two. Okay. Yeah. Wow, you, you used the blue card to, to do exactly what I was going to do right now. Awesome. I'm, I'm so wow, mad at so you now. Insane. I'm so mad at you. You're mad at <laughs> me? Yeah, I'm mad at you. I did what you told me to do. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, signature question number two is the harder one, okay. depending on who you are. Okay. I guess it all depends okay. on who you are. Anyway, okay. uh, if you had a life quote, what would it be? Really? I'm sorry. <laughs> Look at yeah. that face. She's like, really? It's easier for some people... And sometimes the because some question. people, <laughs> not never mind. Go <laughs> no, go mind. for it. No, don't filter because yourself. Because some people are I don't know are smaller minded or something. Yeah. I have I don't mean that in a negative way. I just mean like some people. Yeah. I can't say one quote that defines my life. No, or, and I honestly, if I was asked this question, I don't, I couldn't answer. Yeah, with one I quote. think there's many well, things that I, I think, live let me, by. Let me let me, refer, let me rephrase it. I don't think it's so much of a defining your life, but mm. more of like a, a driving force, something that keeps you going, something that mm. like you know a verse or a mantra, you know, or a quote or and something. And honestly, whatever it is in the season that you're in right now. Yeah, true. true. That, I mean, that could change. You know, like when maybe when you're being more creative, you know, there might be one quote that that makes more sense for that creative yeah. period. Maybe when you're you know, maybe doing more shows and stuff, there's a whole different quote that helps you get through that totally. phase. You know, when you're, you know, in a good spot with your boyfriend, you have one quote that gets yeah. you through. And when there's a, when you're in a tough spot with your boyfriend, there's probably a different quote. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, at this point in time, what would that, that quote be for you? Man. Um, we asked the real questions here. Yeah. I know it's good. I like it. Um, Cause everything else is just crap. You know, if it's not like a deep question. It's like yeah. small talk. It's not real. So. I like the deep questions. Yeah. Um, oh, I got plenty more to come then. Okay. Okay. I would say, honestly, like I would need time to think about that, but I think just right off the top of my head, just, I think just like being kind and working hard. Like, I don't know if that's like a quote or something, but I have a very similar. So Conan O'Brien back in 2010, yeah. it's, it's actually the quote that when he said it resonated me with so much that I wrote it down and I write it in most, any journal that I have, I write it in the front page. And I messes up tremendously when you asked me what the question was. But basically, uh, the quote starts with, no one gets what they want in their life, but if you work hard and are kind, amazing things will happen. Yeah. And that's kind of what's, that. what's defined me both personally and professionally. It's yeah. like, you know, yeah, I can be, you know, a jerk. You know, I could have been a jerk with you and, and been like, oh, no, I don't have time to squeeze you in before the 26, whatever. You know, but that's not being kind, you yeah. know. And, and I really appreciate it. And, I really appreciate it. Well, no, and I, and I would have done it either. I mean, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have done it, you know, but there's a minute there where I'm like, I don't know if I'm even doing podcasts this week, but, you know, I would have done it regardless because I, I like you, you know, you're a friend. But yeah. the whole point is like, you know, when when my friend has something that they want to put out or even a stranger has something that they want to put out that I, I believe in or I believe in that person, you know, be kind towards that and do it and help them yeah. work hard and you work hard and, and together collectively we'll create this amazing, hopefully an amazing product and an amazing end result. Yeah. Uh, we keep getting deep on this podcast. I love it's it. It's good. <laughs> it's awesome. And yeah. I think, I think honestly, like kindness just goes so far and people overlook it because they're very opportunist minded and they just are looking for 
something to get them to the next level and they'll step on anyone's back to get up there. But the thing is, is like if you really treat people with respect and you're aware, like you can't be, you can't be stupid kind. You can't just mm. be kind to people who are snakes yeah. like that are walking over. I mean, you can't, no, no, sorry. Let me rephrase that. Be kind to everybody. Don't let yourself be walked on, though. Don't mm-hmm. don't say yes to anybody just because they have a platform that they are trying. Hundred percent. You know, because yeah. the, and vice versa. I mean, there are people mm-hmm. on this end of things. You know, being on this end as a host and as a promoter. Yeah. You know, I've had tons of people who hit me up and say, "Hey, you know, uh, I have this thing that I want to I want to promote. Can I be on your podcast?" And it's like all right, cool. I haven't talked to you in 15 years, you know, and you haven't, you know, you haven't wished me happy birthday, you know, whatever, you know, like whatever the case is. And it's like an obvious thing where it's like, no, you're just trying to use the platform that I developed and vice versa where it's like, Hey, listen, you know, I have a recording studio and a label and whatever. And like, I need your talent to make me look better, you know, and vice versa. Like, don't say no, just because there's a platform there that either you can take advantage of, or they can take advantage of. Mm -hmm. Like if it doesn't make sense for you to do something, don't do it. Yeah. You know, like just because or, or just because they did you a favor at one point doesn't mean that you have to continuously say yes to them every time they ask you something. It's very true. You know, like you have the right to say no. Yeah. No, you have the power to say the, no. The power, the right, the, the yeah. ability, like the expectation. Yeah. You know, not only that, but if you if you say yes to everybody who knocks on your door, it also cheapens you a little bit. It cheapens you. you yeah. And you there's no way to discover. I mean, take take I think when you're very like very starting Take whatever you can get yeah. because that's how you'll learn what you want. Yeah. But once you discover what you want, say no to the things you know you're not going to enjoy. Well, th- and that was one thing that like Moxie did. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this, but there was one point where, you know, uh, Moxie actually stopped playing at certain venues because they would require like a certain amount of you know pay to play tickets to yep. be sold. And it's like, hello, it's I like, feel you, girl. Yeah. Well, and I, I have a couple of friends now who are regularly gigging, and they have made the move to like no presale, which is incredibly difficult to do in California mm-hmm. but I have so much respect for like putting that hard line there mm-hmm. and saying we are not going to we're not going to take it <laughs> thank you <laughs> no but like we're not going to do something that doesn't benefit us and yeah. I don't care how good the show is if yeah. we're going to be losing money or killing ourselves for something that's not worth it then don't do it yeah and you have the ability to have that amount of integrity yeah. You just have to commit to it yeah. and, and have the strength to do it. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, yeah, just just figure out what you want. And just, like, don't lower your standards for anybody. Yeah. Amen to that one. I, and I think there's a certain certain level, too, where, like, you know, you have to have, you know, a, you have to have that standard. Yeah. You know, and every now and then there is a point where it's like, oh, I don't do pre-sale tickets, but, you know, I have the chance to open up for Jennifer Lopez, like that might be something you you're yeah, worth. No, yeah, yeah. There, there. Yeah. You have to look at the pros and cons of everything. Like there's write a, them out. There's a rule in because I gig a lot uh, with different cover groups, mm-hmm. and I've heard from a couple of friends. It's like you take the gig if it's a good amount of money, it's good exposure, or you like the people that you're playing with. And yeah, it has to be at least one of those things. Mm-hmm. If and if it's three, none, then yeah. don't take it. Yeah, no. If it's none, then don't take it. But if it's all three then perfect gig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? How awesome would that be? Yeah. All right. Well, now it's time for signature question numero tres. We went from num- number two right into number three. Uh, so it's going by fast. It is. It is. Yeah. This, this stuff. Uh, it, 
time flies when you're having fun, Tra- right? And when helicopters keep flying over you. And trains. And tra- tra- <laughs> trains are not and flying aliens. over us, Moxie. And aliens. <laughs> aliens. Maybe that, maybe that was a UFO that flew over us. I'm telling you. I've seen one. Uh, okay, I've now I have actually more questions. seen one. Really? Yep. I got to connect you with JoJo. Hmm? Yes. JoJo, JoJo from Kiss FM. <gasps> oh. He has a podcast about paranormal-ish activity. Oh, my God. I have to connect you with him. Please. Okay. I would love to talk about aliens. <laughs> okay, UFOs aside, <laughs> I have an entirely different category of questions okay. that I want to ask now. Okay. Um, all right. This is the dividing line. Okay. Right here. This is gonna te- this is gonna test whether or not this episode actually airs on time. Or not. <laughs> oh God. Okay. All right. Can you have more than one best friend outside of significant others and family? Of course. <sighs> yes. I love you. So I have much. two best friends. I'm sorry. I have three. If I include, okay, you said no, and not including family or boyfriends. Yeah. Okay, two. I have two best friends, and I mean like they know me to the core. They've been around for years, and yeah. there's no jealousy, there's no weirdness, there's no arguing. They're supportive, loving, incredible human beings, yeah. and I can't imagine having to pick between the two of them because they're both very special to me in multiple different ways. No, it's cool. It's cool. That's cool. So this show it's just cool. got canceled. Really? It's fine. Show's it's fine. Canceled. Cool. It's fine. It's so this fine. show just got canceled. <laughs> I'm so petty. Uh, the song California comes out this Friday. Uh, Apple 7th, Music. February 7th. February 7th. Uh, Apple Music, Spotify. Spotify. Everything. All the things. All, All the, the things. things. Uh, All the platforms. Yeah. Go and download it. Support. Please. Support. Go stream it. Go artists. check it out. You know, that's here's the thing that we've never talked about this. I don't think we've ever talked about this on the show. Streaming. Music mm-hmm. streaming. So obviously Oof, that's kind of. This is an entirely yeah, other podcast. Yeah. Oh, I know. But I just This briefly. is a whole new like podcast in general. Yeah. Because it, it's. 30 episodes on it's, streaming. It, yeah. It's, oh my gosh. I, so Mark Tremonti is a guitar player for Man Alterbridge. When he was on my show yeah. a couple years ago. Yeah. We talked about this, you know, and he talked about them, how he's on the road more now than he was even when he was in the band Creed, which was biggest rock band in the world at one point yeah and he said the only reason why he's on the road as much as he is now is because he constantly has to be touring to make money you know because there is no money in in records there is no money in streaming um you know obviously you are an upcoming artist moxie's an upcoming artist you know i think i just saw how expensive it is to put out a song when i helped her put out a song recently um how do you feel about the streaming world now i mean because you you both never really had the chance to to learn what it was like to get signed to a record label and have an album come out and make money that way you guys are like strictly on this whole new streaming platform and you make like one cent for every what hundred thousand downloads or something okay so let me break it down so one million streams is four thousand dollars okay that's it now to some people in their basement who have never earned a dollar in their life, 4,000 sounds like a lot. But when you have multiple people you have to split it with and you have to cover the initial cost, you end up with hardly anything. Mm-hmm. So it's no money. So, but I will say this, um, I actually feel really blessed to be in this era. And that's strictly because I don't have some label down my throat micromanaging me, telling me what to be. I have no interest in being signed to a label. I feel like building the team, building the momentum, working on, you know, promoting the songs, making the videos, just constantly releasing content is more important than 
having someone put a whole bunch of money and then take everything that you own and then you end up bankrupt and have nothing and you just feel like you're owned by some company and you're a product and not a human being. So I feel blessed to be a part of that. Um, And I think it's beautiful what social media can do. It's dark as well, but it's also, it can be really beautiful. I'm so torn on social media because there's so many good things, but there's also so many bad things. I know. I think think now, like today, in today's day, it's like... I think it's the only time in the world uh, in history that like artists are so accessible, you know, yes. like, and it, again, it comes with its, its upsides, you know, like you can directly talk to your fans and people who support you. Yeah. But at the same time, the haters can also directly talk to you, mm-hmm. you know, and if you don't know how to manage that, you know, you don't know how to, how to filter those people out and put those people on mute or block them. You know, it could be, you know, devastating to, to your psyche as, as, a, as a human. And I think people, when they're behind a screen, just have no boundaries. And they don't know that you're just a person. And, you know, when we all go to bed at night the same way. And we all have to deal with ourselves when we're laying in bed alone. Yeah. I hang to- upside down like a bat, so I don't think it's the same. <laughs> but you know what I mean, though? We have to deal with ourselves. We have to be okay with ourselves. Yeah. We have to be okay with our life and how we handle it and what comes into it and how we react to it. And it's like, no matter what, everyone's just a human being. And it's like, that's why I've always made it a priority to never say but, you know, it's like if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. The golden rule. Well, you know? And because why? Like, why would it, why would you try to cause anybody pain? But some yeah. people just do. And you know what? What I've realized is those type of people who have to go out and, like, say negative things, it's just a reflection of how they feel inside. Yeah, yeah you know, and, and here's, here's kind of a final note on this, too. It's like um, whenever I've accidentally you know or sometimes even on purpose like insult somebody yeah you know i generally feel bad about it you yeah. know like it's, it's one of those really weird things you can't where, you can't deal with it yeah it's like one of those things where yeah. it's like if i if i know i made someone upset like you and, can't sleep and also it depends on who the person is you know like if it's somebody i really really know like for example if moxie got mad at me because i called her a moron earlier you know i would <laughs> i would feel bad about that you still know haven't let go. still uh, haven't let go it's uh, not okay it was justified it's not okay. it was justified but really not. Uh, <laughs> i mean it's fine but it's not fine <laughs> <laughs> you know so so be kind to people uh yeah. and work hard yeah, it's man. Great, great also, circle. can I say, working no. hard is everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. Everything. Peep. Oh, my God. My biggest pet peeve about this current generation is people are so lazy. Mm-hmm. So lazy. And I think that's what makes, like, the hard workers really stand out in this generation specifically. Just because, like, you know, like, baby boomers, like, they, they were, like, raised on, like, working really hard. And you have to work hard for everything that you can want. And this generation's like, oh, we're just going to chill and, like, we're just going to, like, vibe it out and, like, whatever. But the truth is, is, like, nothing will get you as far as your hard work will. Mm-hmm. It sets you aside. Yeah. It, it sets, sets you aside. Because here's the thing. Yeah. You know, like, the, I can find somebody who, who can sing on key, who has, you know, big blue eyes, black hair, you know, as good looking, I can put her on a poster and, a, you know, and, and I can find someone to write the song for her. She can sing it, yeah. whatever, and put it out and, you know, probably make a ton of money. Yeah. But what I can't do is find somebody who has the drive, the passion, the desire and manufacture that. Yeah. You know, and in a world where, you know, you, I could easily go on Instagram and find somebody, you know, who, who can do all the stuff that, that you can do. But the difference is 
you're going to be the one who's going to be in the studio at 3 a.m. rewriting the song. You know, yep. you're going to be the person who's going to go on tour and meet every single person who, who yes. wants to meet you and ever wants to take a selfie with you and wants a, an autograph or whatever. You know, you're going to be the person who's going to be responding to those emails and doing the interviews. And I'm going to be the person who's going to hit hit you up. Exactly. Hit all the people up. I and got drive, your song. And drive, in and the drive two of, hours. In the middle of, 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 of drive time in L.A. Yep. to come and do this. Two hours. And then I make you wait for 15, 20 minutes even. Oh, it's I had to fix my makeup in the car. It totally was perfect timing. It's all good. Again, the song perfect is uh, California. California. It's out this Friday. And we're releasing uh, a video too. An exclusive for MultimediaMouth.com, hopefully. <laughs> for sure. I have to finish editing it. But yes, it's coming Sweet. out on the 7th. I can definitely send it to you. Okay, cool. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, there'll be links in the description uh, down below yeah. for the YouTube people, the video people, whoever, whatever ends up happening. Uh, Lacey Mercedes, tell people where they can find you on social media. See, all I got social her name right media. He got it right. I got both names right he this did. time. He did. He got it right. <laughs> um, all social media is at Lacey Mercedes. So L-A-C-I and then like Mercedes. Sweet. Thank without you so the much. S. Awesome. Without the S. Mercedes without the S. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming in. All Thanks right. for having me. And this without, was fun. Without further ado. We're going to. Oh yeah, no, we're going to play the song. Yeah. California. We play about. He forgot. Of it. He I, already I forgot. Job. No, I usually just edit he it. He already in. forgot. Right, whatever. I qu <laughs> I quit. I quit. I, can, I can't make you guys happy. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here is California by Lacey Mercedes. And Robbie Dean. And Robbie Dean. And I'm Robbie so Dean. Yes, Robbie Dean. He's not here though. So he's maybe. on a gig. Yeah, but it's it's our it's our song though. It's not yeah. just my no, song. No, I'm I'm canceling that. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding, Robbie. I'm kidding, Robbie. We love you, Robbie. All right, here we go. Hey, what's up? This is Robbie Dean. Check out mine and Lacey Mercedes' new song, California. Why don't you take a So let's uh, let's wrap this up. This has been a heavy episode. Yeah, um, it's gonna be fun to edit. <laughs> Ducks. There's so many things that went wrong in this episode. It's not even funny. Oh, and trains people will and never know. Uh, trains and planes and automobiles and helicopters and a helicopter and Ooh. helicopters. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't include that part. Oh. Oh. It's so. Oh man, that's tough. Wow. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, we'll be back next week. We, have we will a, be. We have a great guest without fail. Should we announce who our guest is going to be next week? Sure, let's do it. Let's yeah, let's find out who that is. Who, who do, you uh, have, do you have your list open? I do, yeah. Okay, cool. So next week on February 10th is going to be Dylan Brecky. No, it's not. It's not? No, I'm moving him. Oh. Later. Mike and Marie. So next week, uh, February 10th, is going to be Mike and Marie Collins. Yes. Incredible pastoral team. I can't wait to talk to them. They are, They're so much fun. They're really, really fun. You're gonna enjoy this one. Yeah, I, I think we we record this obviously already. Um, <laughs> so I just I wanted to play it up for a second. I'm like I can't lie. To yeah, them. you're I can't weird. Lie to the people. I don't know. I can't lie to the people. What's wrong with you? Lots of things. Uh, <laughs> and anyway, so uh, I'm super excited for people to hear that. We got really spiritual for a minute. We did. They're, they're pastors. We did. Um, and we have a couple of great pastors uh, on on the season, and they go, a lot of great people. So. 
that's that. Let's hang up and let's uh, let's go party. All right. All right, Barbie. Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. Ah, 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 yeah. Can you leave in the part where I do this? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.